Hello, Herkimer County. This is Michelle Hummel, the Executive Director to the Herkimer County Chamber of Commerce. And today we have with us Assemblyman Brian Miller. Hi, Brian. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And we also have our producer, Dave Warner. Hello, I'm here. Hi, Dave. Somewhere over here. (laughs) He's there. We can see him. We can find him. That's for sure. Um, So I want to go over just a couple of quick housekeeping housekeeping things before we get into this. Um, The Chamber's got a lot going on right now. So I I wanted to give a shout out to George from Herkimer, I believe. Um, He had reached out to us an email and asked about the status of the Kmart parking lot. And as it turns out, there are no restaurants currently currently signed to um, come in so there's we're still in limbo with that so currently no restaurants are coming in right now we have well now urgent care and we also know that t-mobile will be coming in that's it for now Um, i also want to remind everybody that this thursday is our movac business after hours so it's it's right at movac those guys if you can join us it is open to the public ten dollars for member ten fifteen dollars for non-member and um it's a great time they give it their all they those guys they cook for us their salads there's you are not going to leave hungry or thirsty you, some, you will, some people were worried that they were just trying to sign you up to be an emt did you, you know, see that well no. i'm sure those options are available <laughs> yeah, i know <laughs> I, I give those guys a lot of credit but uh you know come out and show some support for them especially and you'll get to see a tour of the place if you're interested in some of the ambulances but so come on out and also next friday August 26th is our annual Herkimer County Chamber of Commerce golf tournament. We have got a lot going on this year. It's at Mohawk Valley um, Golf and Event Center. Oops, I almost slipped. <laughs> you <laughs> almost uh, used the old name there. So old yeah. habits die hard. But we, we have activities on every single hole. I can guarantee you there is no other tournament in our area where you're going to get so much for only $125. So there's still spots for two more teams. Give us a call at 315-866-7820 and we'll get you registered. So now that we've got all of that out of the way, (laughs) Assemblyman Miller, welcome again. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yes, yes. So thank you so much. So I want to start right now. You are in the 101st district. And you're soon going to be running for the 122nd district. Can you kind of explain to us what those districts mean? Okay, the 101st is, uh, is of course, the district that I've represented for the last six years. And it goes from New Hartford mm-hmm. to Little Falls, all the way straight down to 60 miles north of New York City. Uh, the 122nd district, that's the redistricting that uh, map that came through and we all voted on uh, back in May, early J- May uh, this year, um, is all of northern Madison County from Route 20 north, all of southern Oneida County from Sylvan Beach all the way below Rome, Utica, over to two towns in Herkimer County, and I believe six or seven towns in Otsego County. So it'll go from uh, town of Winfield straight down to the city of Oneana. Mm. But that's just for next year, and that could change. You know, there was a court ruling that uh, the judge uh, found that the maps were drawn unconstitutionally, and we'll be running for this district this time. Next year, the maps will get redrawn, who knows where they're going to be? In the next cycle, we'll run for a different district. It may be the 122nd, maybe the 150th. Who knows? Who knows? Good. So Lord. you know, it's going to be a lot of confusion. You know, right now with the 101st, 
there's been a lot of confusion, you know, with the constituents. It really wasn't fair to the constituents because it's one straight line. It's seven counties, 25 towns. But whoever calls the office, we just uh, we just take care of them, and then we'll you know we'll get a hold of the representative who represents that constituent and say we it's all taken care of. This is what we did. Yeah. So it's uh, New York politics and uh, redistricting at its best. But the 101st still exists. And uh, John Selka was the new uh, recipient of the 101st. And it went from um, the town of Brookfield all the way down to Goshen. Mm. And it just shifted things around. So that was probably part of the, the reason that that lawsuit was brought up. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it was better for me. You know, you know we, we did a great job representing the 101st. We can do a better job representing the 122nd. Right. Or, or 102nd, right? It'll be 122nd. 122nd. Okay, 22nd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Got yeah. it. The 102nd will be, I believe, uh, that'll be Joe Angelino. I, who, oh, uh, who knows? Who knows? Well, <laughs> good for you for knowing because it's, it's confusing. <laughs> I, I wish there was a map that they'd give you that actually drew it all out. That was so real. Keep that track. was accurate. Something yeah. tangible that you could hold and say, hey, well, okay, now I know what you're talking well, about. Well, you know, this year we had the congressional maps were, were redrawn twice, mm-hmm. and uh, the, Senate, the New York senatorial maps were the same. So, you know, Peter Overacker uh, represented Herkimer County at that time. Now he won't. And there's a, you know, there's a primary there. So that's one thing. If there's a primary and any, anybody who's listening to this in their, in their listening uh, area, uh, that's going to be next week. Please get out to vote. Yeah, early voting started, what, yesterday, Started, right? uh, I think, Sunday, didn't it? All right. Yeah, I saw them setting up yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah. That makes a big difference. Yeah, I know. You, you mm. need to do that. So, well, thank so you So there's for a lot of things that. going on. Yeah, there are. I mean, there's never a dull moment. I can't imagine what it's like to, to be you for a day in the life that, you know, all that you go to. But You know, all that he goes to in day in the life. Yesterday, he was over at the Herkimer County Fair. That's correct. He's yeah. doing, I see you're kind of doing the fair tour right now. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting around to all the local county fairs. Well, the, yeah, you know, we have many counties, and the county fairs are just wonderful. The Herkimer County Fair has been there for, what, 64 years? Yeah. I believe Ben said 164 I heard, years. I heard that. I yeah. heard 164 and 64. I was like, okay, which one is it? <laughs> but 64 a years is a long time. You know, it's always been a, a, a great fair. I grew up in Sequoia, so it was right over the hill for us. You know, Oneida County, Boonville, Oneida County Fair just went, just went by. We had the Otsego County Fair. Uh, Friday we'll be down at the Delaware County Fair. Uh, so there's many county fairs. We had Troy uh, Waffner there. He's going to be taking care of all the fairs for us through Ag and, uh, Ag and Markets, and uh, that's great. They, uh, they understand that the county fairs are really where everything happens. You know, the state fair is wonderful, but we want people here at the great Herkimer County Fair. So yes. whoever's got time to get out, go down, enjoy uh, the, the truck pulls, the tractor yeah. pulls. Uh, there are there are some livestock there. and uh, Some great rides, too. Some yeah. great rides, Ferris too. Ferris wheel. Yeah. yeah. Not, not many I'd go on anymore, yeah. but there <laughs> are <laughs> rides. <laughs> So uh, that said, so agriculture is so important to our area here in Herkimer County and and really in New York State. And you do a lot to support agriculture. Um, What what do you think is the number one initiative right now in terms of trying to assist these local farmers that are struggling? Well, you know, it could be a a number of issues. It all depends on, you know, who calls during the day. We've had... uh, We've had people call the office with, uh, you know, milk 
milk picking up issues through the co-ops. Lack of drivers now has, has, has driven things a lot of different ways. Uh, you know, there's a lot of pesticide bills that we uh, that have come out and you know, we debated on the floor this year, and it's going to change the way a lot of the uh, farmers have to do business. Um, th- th- there's just a ton of issues. Uh, you know, we got solar farms. Uh, I'm not going to call them solar farms, solar arrays. Uh, you know, that's going to affect some of the farming it, farming industry because, uh, you know, a lot of the solar um, people are looking for a lot of the prime tillable farmland. And uh, it is the farmer's property, and they mm-hmm. have a right to do, you know, what they what they want with it. But we really uh, wish that they'd keep as much tillable in 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 production as we as we can. So there's that. There's, uh, you know, I was an apple grower for many years. So there's a lot of farm markets out there. We spend a lot of time at farm markets. Uh, a lot of value add. We have the cheese trail down here in, uh, yeah, in Herkimer we, County. We sponsor that, the chamber, yeah. That's a huge thing. You know, we were at a co-op in Richfield Springs a little while ago. We were just coming back from Cooperstown. But there's a lot of issues in, uh, you know, there's a lot of generational uh, uh, farm transfers that are going on that we're trying to uh, assist people in which direction to go. You know, we can't tell them where to go, but we can tell them where to go for, for any help that they need. How How is that going? Because I just did a film on a fam, uh, family, the Nellis family farm out there in uh, Fort Plain. And it was interesting to see that the next generation actually did take over the farm, which I thought was unusual, right? Well, there's a lot of uh, farm family. We were out in Madison County last week uh, at the Tuscarora Farms, and that was a farm where it's going to be a generational takeover, and you can see that happening. But what's happening a lot, you know, with with a lot of the agriculture and a lot of the dairy farms here, you got suburbia coming in mm-hmm. around them, and that gives that farm a whole new set of issues that they have to deal with. Mm. So there's a lot of good things going on in the agriculture. It's 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 New York State's number one industry. It is, yeah. yeah. It's important. It's so important, and they do need help. And I know that actual farmers have the number one suicide rate. It, really? It yeah yeah yeah. It's wow. it's a terrible thing. And I know you know oftentimes these you were t- the solar. What did you call them? Not, not farms. Solar so, arrays. Solar not a arrays, farm. right. They're, they're, so those yeah. oftentimes really help support the struggling farmer in terms of financial need so they can rent out their space. And I know some of them, and, and in a couple of weeks, we'll have somebody actually come on and speak more in depth about this. I, I know enough to be dangerous. But Mm-mm. they are making some of them now that um, they'll turn at certain points of time during yep. the day so that you can actually still grow under them. Which is a, a really oh, interesting, interesting, interesting concept. Huh. The technology is there, so it's. It, I don't think it's for all of them, but um, like I said, we'll we'll have somebody on soon in in the near future to so go over so that. agriculture Voltonics, You know, they uh, a lot of the solar arrays are you know they're uh, the animals can still graze under them. Right. You know, we sheep, have we uh, have sheep here grazing under the solar sheep array farming, here in Little Falls. Uh, yeah. You know, that's going to help out with a lot of the management there. Right. Uh, you know the uh, apiaries, uh, the beekeepers. That's mm-hmm. something else that can be that can be done. But uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, a lot of. It's going to be a huge learning curve. Mm-hmm. You know, right here in the towns of Litchfield and Columbia, we have a uh, proposed uh, solar array. It's going to be three thousand acres. 
plus. Wow. I believe that's the largest in New York State, the largest project. If I'm well, I think there's one out in Batavia that's a little bit bigger. Okay. But right here in the Mohawk Valley, that's going to be the largest. That's huge. You know, 3,000 3, acres. Let's just think about the magnitude of that. That's what, four and a half, four point two 4.2 square miles? Yeah. So it's bigger than the city of Little Falls. Little, little Falls bit. is 2,446 acres, right? Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. <laughs> but the city of Rome is, uh, is, is the biggest city, I think, uh, in the entire country, isn't it? Rome? Yeah, I think really? uh, acreage-wise. Oh, that's interesting. I do remember that from oh, somewhere. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I believe that's correct. Yeah. So, so huh. fun facts. Fun facts. Keep it going. We should do this have Fun Fact Friday or something. You know what? That's a good idea. <laughs> Just invented it. Yeah. <laughs> so aside from that, um, what other topics? I'm curious about what's being discussed now where off-duty police officers are not allowed to carry guns into the New York State Fair. Yeah, we just heard about that last week. I believe that was a regulation. Uh, you know, a lot of law enforcement uh, very concerned about that. You know, we had an incident over in uh, Oneida County, I believe in the village of, uh, or in, in Yorkville or New York Mills at the Verizon uh, facility a, a number of years back where a, a shooter came in there and started uh, started shooting and an off-duty off officer was able to uh, take care of the situation and save a lot of lives. Mm. Does it make sense? They're they're trained. They're peace officers. They should be allowed to. Uh, they have a license. To, a license to carry. Yeah, why take it away? You know, we've uh, the last uh, last day of July and the, the first day of I mean the last day of June, first day of July. You know, we had the concealed carry bill come through, and that was a uh, a bill which I feel is going to make a uh, a lot of uh, law abiding citizens uh, could make them uh, criminals at yeah. that point. Did it make sense? I, I don't know. Uh, you know, we have a bell in there. We have a bell. I think I hear that motorcycle. Yeah, again. yeah. They, it's, he's a gun guy, I guess. He fired it up. It's new, new background music. <laughs> but it's a bill that uh, you know I sponsored legislation along with Senator Griffo for full repeal on it. You know, there, you know, we had a lot of uh, terrible tragedies happen, and there needs to be some, some type of. Uh, uh, help to stop these things. We don't want to see anybody lose their lives anymore. There's mental health issues, but we need to work with the DAs, the mental health people, uh, law enforcement, and everybody to come up with bills that, that are really going to help, not just a knee-jerk reaction. You know, we were down in Albany. We got there at 830 on a Thursday morning uh, hoping that legislation was going to be put there, and uh, we didn't receive that legislation at 336 a.m. The next, the next morning, Friday morning. So there was a lot of debate on it, and uh, let's see where this goes. And it's going to go into effect the 1st of September, which is coming up. What else is going on that we don't know about and we should? What what should people in our area specifically be concerned with? Is, is there any, you know, hot ticket item that has just not been brought up in the media that well, we should keep on our radar? We got something on our radar every day. Look at the uh, look at inflation. Uh, the price of gas is going down, mm -hmm. fuel is going down, but we just heard some lady filled her oil tank up uh, today for the winter, and it was over two thousand dollars. Wow. Good lord! You know, so you know, inflation's the number one uh, thing we got to be we got to be looking at, and we got to do. You know, we've uh, we proposed uh, some legislation there to uh, take uh, sales tax off uh, all essential goods. You know, 
it'll help the community and uh, it's still uh, we, you know still hasn't gained any traction but that's huge and uh, you know we just that's the biggest thing for for, for us public safety is another big thing for us you know we still have uh, we still have the bail reform bill that was uh, put into effect that's basically catch and release there was some uh, some uh, bail reform put into the budget but it needs to, it needs to be brought back again talk to the uh, DAs uh, the sheriffs, the state troopers, all law enforcement, and come up with a plan that's going to work. Because what's happening right now isn't working. I would think by now there's got to be some data they can pull to support. Oh, absolutely. The, you know, the, the failure. You know, we call it catch and release, yeah. and that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, actually, we're going to take a really quick break, and we'll be back in about a minute. All right. So visit My Little Falls and stay connected with the latest news, information, and events in the city and the area. Our mission is to generate interest in the community and connect residents in a more meaningful way by facilitating deeper conversations about how these stories will shape the future of the Mohawk Valley. Join thousands of weekly visitors who stay up to date with feature stories, interviews, videos, our event calendar, and print publication, the Mohawk Valley Express. It's about timely local news for the community, keeping citizens informed about important issues, telling about the people who live and work here, and giving locally owned businesses the opportunity to reach a very targeted audience of locals and tourists alike. It's a whole new form of media-rich content developed specifically for today's mobile lifestyle and listeners. You can download our iOS app in the iTunes store, listen to our country music streaming radio station, or sign up for a weekly newsletter. Stop by today at MyFunFalls.com. You'll be glad you did. Thanks, everybody. We're back here with Assemblyman Brian Miller uh, after our short break. And I, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the, the puppy mill bill. I know that there's something. Could you elaborate on uh, that? That was a real important bill that came through the last part of uh, session this year. And the puppy mill bill is to stop, uh, basically to stop over the, 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 the bad breeding practices and the uh, the overbreeding of uh, of, of of dogs, that's the first one that comes to my mind. Uh, that's that's there. You know, there's a lot of health issues. There's a lot of issues with uh, you know the uh, uh, the female dogs that they use for uh, for breeding, and then uh, they just at the end of the the breeding life of the dog, uh, most of the time they just uh, they just you know they just euthanize them. Oh, that's too bad. You know, and it's been a it's been a bill that came through this year. There was a lot of work done on it by the SPCA's. You know, we were uh, we were in uh, at the uh, Cooperstown SPCA today, and we had a press conference on that. You know, it's been passed in the uh, Senate and the Assembly, and the governor hasn't passed it yet; hasn't signed it. And uh, the press conference today was asking her to please sign that and make this into uh, into a law here in New York State. What's the reason why she hasn't signed yeah. it? Is there just a process that takes more time? Well, or there's is there a process. I don't know. It's a political year. Maybe it's a political agenda. Maybe they want to mm-hmm. wait, but uh, I don't I don't know, and I'm not saying there is, of course, but we just want to get it to the uh, uh, to the front of the stack of bills that need to be uh, signed this year, and let's let's get this one moving so we can stop stop this uh, terrible terrible breeding uh, practice. So when something like that happens, how do you enforce it after it is signed? 
Uh, it's going to be ag and markets. Uh, you know, local local law enforcement will have uh, some some rules that need to be need to be uh, uh, taken care of. Some new laws. So that's how it's going to be done. Well, good. All right. So what other what types of things can people call your office for? So I think that often people wonder what 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 do I call my assemblyman for? What kinds of things can they help us with? Well, they call us with anything and, <laughs> and, and, and they can call with anything because we uh, you know we're a resource for for everyone. you know we work uh, hand in hand with our congressional uh, representatives out there because a lot of the calls we get, our Social Security, uh, uh, lately from, from COVID, it's been unemployment situations. Uh, they call from, uh, we can't, uh, we're having a problem with our co-op trying to get milk moved and picked up. Uh, you name it, they call, please call. You know, we work for, for you, and uh, we're here to, to be problem solvers. And, you know, one of the biggest things that, one of the hardest things for me, and I know staff too, is um, to tell somebody we can't help them. There's mm. nothing we can do. But we've become resources for helping some of the organizations out there find grant money. We can't write the grants for you, but we can find an avenue that you can you can find find some money if there's one there. But uh, we take care of we we help with everything. And uh, you know, you call my office. We have a we have a small small staffed office. We have there's two of us up here and. Up here in the, at the New Hartford office, there's uh, Sue and myself, and chances are you'll get me on the phone. And uh, what's your number? <laughs> number is three one five seven three six three eight seven nine. Okay, See, <laughs> we'll load that line up. Uh, you know, and we have uh, we have a, a, a staff person in the Albany office, and we do have an office down in Wallkill to take care of the southern end of it because it's a three hour and fourteen minute drive from. New Hartford, the wall kill. One thing I <laughs> three will hours and fourteen minutes. He's got it down. Just, just I, 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 I can give you the mile markers on the throughway <laughs> because the can. shortest way to get through the district is get on the throughway, take it all the way to New Pulse. You cut cross slots over the wall kill. That's one good thing about the about the new district. You know, we put one hundred seventy five thousand miles on a car in uh, six years, and that's with two years of of COVID. Wow, you know we did a real good job there, and I know we're going to do a better job in the in the 122nd. It's going to be harder for us because if there's a meeting, uh, you know, say down in the, uh, the town of Montgomery, it's three hours and 14 minutes. That's six and a half hours of driving mm -hmm. for a two-hour meeting. Now we can attend numerous numerous events along the way. Mm -hmm. And just so our listeners know, your mileage is not reimbursed. <laughs> so you're no. you're taking all this wear and tear on no. your own personal vehicle and that that's important for everyone to know. That's what we do. Yeah, but mm -hmm. that's uh, that's what we're hired to do. Uh, you know, I've uh, I've been been here for 6 years. I was a county legislator in Oneida County for 16 before that and I was town super supervisor in the small town of Bridgewater for 8 before that. So uh, we've been able to make a difference, and we want to, you know, as long as we can make a difference, we'll stay. And what's also really nice, I want everyone to know, is you have been very supportive of the Herkimer County Chamber of Commerce, and we we thank you for that. We really appreciate your relationship. And you are and your representatives attend a lot of our functions, which is amazing. So people can actually just walk right up to you and have a conversation 
when when you're at a business after hours or a ribbon cutting or our annual dinner, whatever the case may be, you're you're very available, which is something to be said. And that's going to be one of the toughest things for us. You know, we're going to lose most of Herkimer County. We're going to have two towns left. But uh, like I tell everyone, we represent the Mohawk Valley region. Uh, you know, we have a group that we put together when I first was elected. It's called the Mohawk Valley Nine. Uh, we started out being very active, and uh, uh, in uh, 2023, we, we want to become active again because there's a lot of different issues affecting the Mohawk Valley. And, uh, you know, that, that group was uh, uh, comprised of senators and assembly people. It was a, a nonpartisan group. It was put together by, you know, representatives on both sides of the aisle. And, you know, we, we, we can do a lot of things. There's a lot of uh, issues that affect uh, Little Falls that uh, are going to affect somebody over in Vernon, New York. And we're all, we're, you know, we're all looking for the same people to, you know, to do business here in the Mohawk Valley. And right. uh, that's the biggest part of it. And I've always said to elected officials that may attend a ribbon cutting that's outside of their area, you know, they may not represent that particular area, but I would be willing to bet there are customers that go to that particular store or golf course or whatever the case is. So it's it's nice that you're doing <coughs> that and you're, it's a well-rounded approach. Well, we do a lot of ribbon cuttings. We, we attend uh, in, you know, from the greater uh, greater Mohawk Valley Chamber of Commerce, mm -hmm. New Hartford Chamber of Commerce, Herkimer County, if there's a ribbon cutting, we're going to be there if we can. Yes, so. right. Schedule's not always perfect, but you'll have that. <laughs> we do the best we can and we, uh, we switch we switch uh, schedules around. Uh, you know, it's a lot of our schedules are uh, first come, first serve. If you get on our schedule, we're, we're going to be there unless something very, very important changes it. Mm -hmm. And you're very accommodating. So thank you again. So, yeah. And we're happy to be here, you know, and uh, <laughs> we're happy to be able to do this uh uh, the, this program with you. you well, know, these things are good. Yeah, right? I, I love it. I mean, the fact you took time out of your day, and I think you just came in from what, Cooperstown, you said? Came so. in from Cooperstown, and we'll be heading down to Gilbertsville after this with the Otsego County Co-op Annual Meeting. Gilbertsville. So, yeah. I'd never even heard of Gilbertsville. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Neither have I. So, yeah. um, well, I, I won't keep you any longer. I, if that's if the case, I don't want to, I know you've got to get places, but um, I want to thank you so much for joining us and just any parting thoughts that you have. I, I want to give you your, your chance here to tell us What's great about Assemblyman Brian Miller, and what should we look well, for in the future? A, that's always a, <laughs> a, a tough statement. What's great about Assemblyman Brian Miller? And it's, it's what's great about all of us here. Okay, it's not about me. It's about it's about everyone we uh, uh, everybody here in the Mohawk Valley. This is a great place to uh, to live. It's a great place to bring your family up. Uh, one of the toughest things we hear from everybody and uh, is we're going to leave. We don't want you to leave. There's a lot of opportunities here, and uh, th th that's what makes it great. I'm not great. I'm just part of the. I'm just part of the uh, the whole picture here that uh, makes makes the Mohawk Valley great. Well, you got a, you got a lot of accolades yesterday at the opening of the fair. So they said a lot of nice things about you. So if you don't want to say them about yourself. You know, I could I could play that tape yesterday. No, that uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes it uh, you know it's. We all, it's, it's be humble, yep. make a difference, be a public servant. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do. We're all doing it. 
Good words and, to live uh, by. And, yep. and, and just uh, just be pr- proud of who you are. And I, I, I will say one thing before we get done. Um, when I walk into uh, the assembly chambers every every day during session, it's one of the greatest honors that can be bestowed on anyone. I'm one of 150 assembly members that represent 19.2 million people. Mm. Think about it. I think there's only been 5,800 of us since the New York State Legislature has been there. Wow. And think about the people who've served there. So... It's an honor to be given that trust to make decisions. And if every uh, assembly member, and I don't call some of us, they call us politicians. I call myself a government official. A politician's not a good word. Not a good word a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But if we all took that pride and thankfulness for being there, and, and the people put that trust into us, if we all did that, we could all make New York a better place. So. That's fantastic. What a great parting thought. Yeah, it's good I like one. it. Thank you so much. And um, folks, if you have any questions that you'd like to follow up with, you can reach us at the chamber at 315-866-7820. And of course, you can also reach the Assemblyman's office. Thank you so much and have a great day. 